Locked On Podcast Network and Radio.com present Locked On Today. LeBron James wants out of Los Angeles. Eli Manning wants back to the Giants, plus why the NFL is considering narrowing the goalposts. All right, just kidding. It's April Fool's. Happy opening day, Major League Baseball. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. How can you bet on baseball? Baseball's back, which means we want to try and win you some money. Joining me now, Lee Sterling from Locked on Bets and Paramount Sports. Lee, give me the basics. If you're a novice trying to bet on baseball, if you're trying to get into it, how do you make that entry into it? Well, let's keep it simple. I go by two rules. First one is know the weather and know that stadium. <laughs> if, if you're betting a Chicago Cubs game or you're betting a game at the Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati, you better know the weather. That's number one. And then the other two, don't try to keep it too complicated. Uh, some people will try to you know, figure out, well, this team is on a winning streak. They played this team. Baseball is a statistics-based sport more than any other sport. So if you can find out how a pitcher does, let's say when he's facing left-handers and he's a right-hander or vice versa, and there's some strong trends there, you got to usually follow them. Give me one for today. If people want to go out and bet on something, today. Okay. So opening day, the Chicago White Sox. I think they're going to be one of the most underrated teams. I think they're going to have a great season and I'm going to bet them in the first five innings. It's a bet Mm. number one against the Angels who I just don't think have an ace. Number one, their ERA first six innings of the game placed in 25th last year. And the White Sox are top 10 in hitting first six innings, and also ERA. So I think they're going to start off strong. They have a great lineup, first time through the order. Let's go with the Chicago White Sox, minus 120. I love it. Okay, so let's say I want to dip my toes in, but I want the upside. Do you have something for me if I want to just, I want to put a little taste on this, but I can get some upside out of it? Okay, so there's a pitcher for the Atlanta Braves, Max Reed. He's a guy that was drafted in the first round in 2012 by San Diego. He ends up getting traded to Atlanta, blows out his arm. And then most people weren't paying close attention last year. But he was 7-0 and last year in the COVID-shortened season. And what makes him really dangerous is not his fastball, but he has four other pitches, total of wow. five pitches. You don't see that too often. So I think he's underrated. 24 to 1. You can bet a little, win a lot on him to win the Cy Young and the NL for next, for this coming year. Is there a futures bet out there that you really like? Okay, so I think there's a great one. I rate my selection from 10 to 50 units. This is a 50 unit selection. It's the Arizona Diamondbacks under 75 and a half wins. When you look at the NL, there's four real good teams. I mean, You've got the Dodgers, maybe the best team in baseball. You have the Padres. They might be second or third best. You've got Atlanta and I think the Mets this year. And in the same division, Arizona's got to play San Francisco, which is much improved. I just think it's Arizona at the bottom. 
Colorado may be a few games above them. And I just think Arizona's going through the motions. I think their lineup is weaker than last year. I think their pitching staff is weaker. I'd be surprised if they even win 70 games. I'm going under 75 and a half wins for a max wager. Bet online has so many options for you to make money. You just have to pick which one is right for you. Coming up, the Dallas Mavericks are what? We fill in the blank next. Today's episode is brought to you by betonline.ag. Just because the NFL is over doesn't mean there still aren't plenty of ways for you to make some money betting on your sports knowledge. And there's one place that has you covered, one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. And right now, when you sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you will get a 50% welcome bonus. That means they will give you money just for putting money in your account. It couldn't be easier. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. There's NBA to bet on, college basketball. Baseball is going to be here before you know it. Hockey, golf is a blast to gamble on. And when you go to betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you will get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Buying car parts can be a major hassle, especially right now when you don't want to go into the store. And even if you do go into the store, you have to deal with someone behind the counter who is going to have to go look up the parts in their warehouse on their computer. You have a computer, you have a smartphone, you have the internet. You can go to rockauto.com and do it yourself. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They've got a unique and remarkably easy to navigate catalog. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same part? Go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Just before the clock struck midnight on the MLB offseason, the Mets pull off a miracle. Here's Locked On Mets host, Ryan Finkelstein. All right, Mets fans, end of the night. I was uh, doing my nightly chores about to take out my trash, and I see a big report from John Heyman. The Mets have signed Francisco Lindor to a 10-year deal. We now know that is a $341 million deal. There was a lot of back and forth. Mets fans freaking out. They were worried. Is opening day going to be ruined because Lindor is not signed? Well, guess what? That is over. Steve Cohen comes in with the extra $16 million on the 10-year deal to lock up the best shortstop in baseball, in my opinion, and he will be a Met for the next decade, actually 11 years, tacking on his one year left on his deal in 2021. You got to be thrilled if you're a Mets fan. Now it's on to opening day and beating Max Scherzer and the Washington Nationals. Let's go Mets, or as Pete Alonso would say, LFGM. The Washington Nationals will be down five players and a staff member for their opening day game tonight against the Mets after a player tested positive for COVID-19. General Manager Mike Rizzo said on Wednesday, we are following the MLB protocols and CDC protocols and working closely with the league to determine our next steps. It will be a lot of balls in the air until then. 
Unfortunately for those players and the staff members, none of those balls will be baseballs. The Utah Jazz beat the Memphis Grizzlies 111-107 without Donovan Mitchell on Wednesday night, marking their seventh win in a row. The Jazz were thankful to have made it to Memphis at all after their flight on Tuesday had to turn around after the plane flew into a flock of birds, causing too much damage for the flight to continue. Jazz coach Quinn Snyder addressed the emotions the team dealt with, saying it was a traumatic and eerie feeling. James Harden faced his former team on Wednesday, and he left the game with a hamstring injury. Fortunately for the Nets, they have more talent than an all-star game. Adam Armbrick here with the Locked On Nets podcast, bringing you the Eastern Conference number one seed Brooklyn Nets, fresh off a victory over the Houston Rockets in a game where they surrendered 42 points in the first quarter, but went on to outscore Houston 91 to 63 over the next three quarters. Harden goes out in the third with a hamstring injury. Kyrie Irving takes over and dominates for stretches here. And then it's once again, the young blood Nicholas Claxton combined with a buyout buddy of Blake Griffin doing some damage there. That front court combo has been nice over these last couple of sample sizes. This is again, a situation where you want to beat up on a bad team. You want to come out with a little bit more focus, a little bit more energy. But at the end of the day, you like the fact that all these guys stayed locked in, stayed engaged, and then ultimately a walkaway victory here, 120 to 108. Here is another story you need to know. Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks take down the Boston Celtics. 113-108, holding off a furious Boston rally in the fourth quarter. Joining me now, Nick Angstad from Locked on Mavs. And Nick, this is a Mavericks team that that boasts an elite player. Luka Doncic was incredible again last night, 36-8-5. and five. Had the monster step back three to seal it at the end. And yet they haven't quite hit the, the ceiling that we thought maybe they could at the beginning of the season. So at this point, where we stand here in early April, finish this sentence for me. The Dallas Mavericks are what? A nightmare for David Locke's Utah Jazz in the first round, if that's what it ends up being. Dallas Mavericks had a really rough January. COVID hit them worse than almost any team besides maybe the Boston Celtics they played tonight. Since February 1st, when they've had their full lineup, the Mavericks are 17-9. and That record is probably a little bit better than the Mavericks should be, but... When you have Luka Doncic, when you have a top five player in the NBA that facilitates the way he does, that just, it takes the team to another level. It gives you a different kind of look every single night. It gives you a guy that can run the offense, that he can be an offense unto himself. He's an offensive engine. Mavericks have a decent amount of role players. They basically have a top seven, and then that eighth, ninth spot is a wild card on any given night. But with those guys, Chris Porzingis kind of rounding into form, we'll get to him in a minute. Uh, this team can beat anybody on any given night. Yeah, and, and you mentioned the Porzingis part of it. It does seem like for the Mavericks to reach the ceiling that that we think they can get to, he needs to get to, he doesn't need to be what he was sort of before all the injuries um, really avalanched on him in New York, but he needs to be better than he's been. And and even on a night when, when he looked pretty good and he puts up 19 and 8, he shoots 6 for 15, how, how much does Chris Stapps have to give them above what he has uh, for them to be this dangerous team in the playoffs? 
Porzingis has been like his stats are always pretty solid, right? He's like 20, almost 10, and he'll get a couple of blocks here and there. And that's when the when the defense steps up, that's when the Mavericks really start to see his impact. But it's the stretching the floor, it's the spacing on offense, it's the, you know, what can Kristaps Porzingis, what matchup disadvantages can Kristaps Porzingis provide that almost sure. is more of a value than the actual stats he puts up? Like the space he gives Luca and all that is is almost a bigger value than just him like posting up and scoring on somebody. And so in this game specifically against the Boston Celtics, it was very strange. Porzingis played almost no minutes the entire fourth quarter. Like no, He played no meaningful minutes the entire fourth quarter against the Celtics. And the Mavericks were up by 20 at one point. They, Boston Celtics came all the way back, cut it to four at one point. Rick Carlisle said after the game, he put Porzingis in with about four minutes to go. It was the first time he'd gone in in the fourth quarter. And Porzingis looked at him and said, are you sure? And Carlisle was like, yeah, I'm going to put you in. Because his match, his defensive matchup would have been uh, Marcus Smart because they were playing small. And so if you're playing, it to, it's, just, it's very interesting the way that they have to work around him. His relationship with Luka has been kind of strange this season. We're going like real in-depth microscope body language doctor between him and Luca to see, okay, are they gelling? Like Porzingis (laughs) isn't passing to Luca at certain times. Porzingis has made all kinds of like backhanded, weird, passive aggressive comments about ball movement and getting the ball moving and all kinds of stuff. You know, their goal for this season is to win a playoff round. If they want to do that, Porzingis has to be at his best. He has to be, you know, a 25 point per game player or whatever, shooting 40 ish percent from three spacing the floor and defending well. The season starts today, but who wins the NL MVP? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is this amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber protein bar that actually tastes delicious. The taste will shock you, but they're all covered in 100% chocolate, and yet they're good for you. Unbelievable. Every flavor that they come out with is seemingly better than the last. And right now you can let your voice be heard on which one your favorite might be. So go to builtbar.com or built underscore bar on Twitter and let us know. We've got a bracket going matchups every day to find the best tasting protein bar on the market, which is of course going to be a built bar, but which flavor? And that is the only hard part. Right now, when you use the promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com on the best tasting protein bar that has ever been created. Why would you not do that? And of course, check back to see who is crowned the best tasting Built Bar. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. It's opening day around Major League Baseball, and the question today is who wins the National League MVP? Yes, before a pitch is thrown, we asked our Locked On MLB host to give some bold predictions. Atlanta has not one, not two, but three candidates? You can't be serious. Hey, guys, this is Dylan Short, host of the Locked On Braves. When the Locked On podcast overlords came to me and said, hey, Give me a bold prediction for your Atlanta Braves for the 2021 season. You know what I said? 
Let's get a little bit crazy. Let's go for more than one. So we're going to go with at least two bold predictions. You might call them bold. I call them future bets. So number one, the Braves will finish with not one, not two, but three MVP candidates in Ronald Acuna Jr., Freddie Freeman, and Marcelo Zuna. One of these three will win the MVP, but all three of them will finish in the top 10. But it doesn't stop there. This Braves team is going to win a hundred or more games. That's right. This is a triple digit win team. You're talking about the rotation being supremely balanced. The bullpen is still fantastic. You're talking about some of the best collections of bright young stars in the game, along with Freddie Freeman and Marcelo Zuna, keeping that lineup nice and stacked for Acuna and Albies and Swanson and everybody else in this team, along with Christian Pache patrolling center. What's not to love about this team? This Braves team is on the hunt for a World Series. We'll see you Dodgers. We'll see you Padres. We'll see you in the NLCS. So Atlanta has three horses in the MVP race. What about the St. Louis Cardinals? Hello, everybody. Lucas Smith here, St. Louis Cardinals mega fan, host of the Locked On Cardinals podcast with my bold prediction for the St. Louis Cardinals season, and that is that Nolan Arenado will win the National League MVP. Big offseason acquisition that the Cardinals made, and it was a splash. It makes this lineup pretty deadly for the most part, and even though you can argue about the core's effect and everything like that, I just think he's going to fall in love with St. Louis, get in a real comfortable groove. Might see the home run numbers down a tick, but I think he's going to produce a ton, and I think that he's going to be a big reason why this Cardinal team wins the division. But my bold prediction is the MVP for Nolan Arenado, the first of his career. I think that he puts it all together in St. Louis for that illustrious MVP award. There can't possibly be any more room in the NL MVP conversation, right? Padres say, hold my beer. What's up, guys? Javier Reyes here, host of the Locked On Padres podcast, and I'm being joined by... My buddy Stitch, because I have a very important thing to talk about here. It's bold prediction time for this 2021 Padres team, the most exciting team in all of baseball, I humbly, humbly believe. But, you know, it's you could go in a variety of easy kind of directions. You could say, oh, Tatis, he's going to win the MVP, or Machado, and you Darvish will be a Cy Young contender, or Blake Snell will exact vengeance on the Rays by having a Cy Young caliber season because of them pulling him in Game 6. But this is bold predictions, is it not? So here's what I'm going to say. Trent Grisham, top 10 in MVP voting this year. That's right. He has room to grow as a hitter, and he's going to do just that. He's going to hit like 270, 280 with 28 to 30 home runs. Keep that on-base skill that he already has. Hit better against lefties and still continue to provide gold glove caliber defense. He's going to be awesome. Lock it in. And remember to stay tuned to Lockdown Padres this year. It's going to be a good season. And finally, a few MLB opening day facts. On opening day in 1907, the New York Giants faced off against the Philadelphia Phillies at New York City's Polo Grounds after a heavy snowstorm. When the Giants fell behind, disgruntled fans began flinging snowballs onto the field, forcing the umpire to call a forfeit in the Phillies' favor. Boston Braves fans sat out to an unpleasant surprise on opening day in 1946. The outfield stands had recently received a fresh coat of red paint, but cold, damp weather had prevented it from drying. You can see where this is going. Hundreds of angry, paint-stained spectators marched to the Braves' offices. The team agreed to pay their cleaning bills and made a public apology in a newspaper ad. The older people need to explain to the younger people listening what a newspaper is. On opening day in 1974, several naked fans rushed onto the field at Chicago's Comiskey Park, disrupting the game and inciting violence in the stands. 
As a Wisconsin native reading a story about naked Chicago fans, my attorneys have advised me against making jokes, but rest assured, I have plenty. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Vets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Friday, it's day one of the MLB season and we get you ready for the final four. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.